0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Nebraska Prep Zone Report. I'm Mike Sauter, that's Mike Patterson. This week we are going to focus on volleyball first. Um, Mike, your, your ratings are good. We're getting in the kind of the heart of the season here. Um, new ratings, sort of updates that you made, um, and teams that kind of moved and shaked a little bit.
1: Right. Well, let's start with our number one overall team, Mike, and that's uh, Papio. Yeah. Uh, we expected the Monarchs to be good, but uh, I don't know if we expected them to be 18-0 and 0 good. Right. Um, undefeated so far. They've won two tournaments, two of the bigger ones, the Bellevue West Tournament and the uh, Lincoln Public Schools Classic this past weekend. So, um, you know, they had a t- tough match, I thought, last night at Gretna, and they ended up sweeping yeah. it in three. So. Um, I think Papio might be even a little better than we thought they were going to be, and uh, you know if they're number one, Elkhorn South is one A because right. uh, the they s- took
0: him. That was like a classic match. What last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was at Papio. It went five.
1: Right. Um, so I think 17-15 the last set, right. so it was really good, really close. But uh, I, the Storm have emerged as uh, the second best team in Class A, but uh, you know right now it's still Papio. Yeah.
0: And then Miller North is in the mix, obviously, defending champ. Mm-hmm. They had a record breaker last night, right?
1: Uh, Yes, they did.
0: Setting the setter. Oh, yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. Izzy Lukens became
1: yeah. the Class A uh, career assist leader. Yeah. And so, then
0: so then you have Scott, and Scott gets Lindsey Crowsey back in the overall top ten. I mean, right. um, they get Lindsey Crowsey back. I mean, that's a pretty huge boost for <laughs> – Obviously. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, Scott's been holding their own um, – most people know this already, but Lindsay was uh, in Egypt playing for mm-hmm. the under-18 Team USA squad that uh, just won the gold medal. So to get a player of that caliber back, it's going to make the Skyhawks even tougher. They've already won four titles in a row. Mm-hmm. They've, uh, they've been good without her, but they're going to be uh, very good with her. Yeah.
0: And then is there, in Class B, now that we're talking about it, Is there, who can maybe knock them off?
1: Well, um, I'd say right now the best chance would be Waverly. Uh, You know, the Vikings are very solid. They haven't lost yet. Uh, Obviously, they haven't played Scut yet. But, uh, you know, I have to say one thing about Class B. It's not quite as strong as it was in the past. You know, we've had the defection Mm of a a few really good schools. Gretna uh, last year and then Elkhorn South and Elkhorn this year, which Mm -hmm. has strengthened Class A more. But I I think it's weakened – class b somewhat so um you know scott we've got number one waverly number two and we've got norris number three but uh waverly's already beaten norris a couple of times so kind of like papio and elkhorn south in class a i think it's uh scott and waverly and b right okay. now
0: and then just going down the list so st paul's undefeated in c1 uh, you have Shadron, syracuse in that mix right
1: right uh a little bit of a surprise when you look where we got wahoo they're the two-time defending champions and they're down at number six and they uh they took a loss early and they took another loss this past weekend broken bow beat them so um you know wahoo's still a very strong team and i I think they're probably going to be back at state and uh probably going to make some noise again at state but uh Like you said, right now, St. Paul is is the team in Class C1, which is always one of the most competitive classes for volleyball.
0: And then C2, St. Cecilia, coming off a really good uh, basketball season last year, winning state, and then volleyball, you have them ranked number one. So, I mean, the correlation probably is there. They just
1: (laughs) have great athletes out there in Hastings. Uh, You know, I just saw a lot of them playing Legion baseball, Hastings Mm -hmm. and Hastings-St. Cecilia co-op during the Legion season. But... uh, St. Cecilia is always good in all their girl sports and uh, we got them number one right now and we're talking about teams that have been moving up and down a little bit in the uh, in the classes. Grand Island Central Catholic is class C2 now after being C1 for many years so um, that's they're right there posing a challenge to St. Cecilia so uh, you know we are talking about not, class not a lot a. of
0: like love lost between those two schools. Well, it's just rivalry. Just, yeah, right. I,
1: I just say really good rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. They're, they are good in several sports. Right. And that's going to foster the rivalry. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking how Class A was strengthened. Right. I, I think Class C2 has been strengthened, too. And you got GICC dropping down. You got Wahoo Newman dropping down right. to C2 also. So that that uh, has made uh, C2 even tougher.
0: And then D one Diller Odell's undefeated, um, and then uh, D two is why not? They're undefeated. Mm-hmm. Your top teams,
1: right, right. Uh, Fremont Bergen is our defending champion in D one. We've got them fourth right now. Uh, I believe they just lost again last night, but that was the Lincoln Lutheran, yeah. uh, very strong C one team. So I expect uh, the Knights to be back there at the end. But right now, Diller Odell looks like the best team, and uh, in D two. Um, why not is number one? We started out with BDS, I believe, was number one at the start of the season. But uh, you know, there's kind of a handful of D two teams there that uh, I, I D two, over the years has kind of been one of the more unpredictable yeah. ones when you get to state because uh, you just don't know how uh, how those teams are going to react once they get to the state tournament. So uh, it's it's why not for right now, but we'll see what the future
0: holds. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, your surprise teams. What? elkhorn in class a would be the surprise i guess
1: i'd say that's one of them you know we mentioned that uh, they moved up to class a and uh they're 10 and 6 so far this year they played millard west really tough they took them to five sets even though uh the wildcats prevailed um elkhorn went four and two in the lincoln public schools classic this past weekend mm-hmm. that's 16 teams and most of them are rated so it's yeah. really tough really tough tournament and uh They're 11th in wildcard points overall in Class A, so that's uh, very respectable for the Antlers.
0: And then in B, a a surprise team there's Platteview?
1: Yes, Um, i definitely say that's one of them, Mike. Uh, 13 and five, um, you know, when we talk about Platteview in the past and girls athletics, we've been talking about Peyton Brodsky, right. (laughs) Yeah. And and the great basketball teams they had there. But, uh, you know, the volleyball team is doing well. Um, they've only been to state once since 2000. So this is a little uncharted territory mm-hmm. for them. Um, they've, I think they've lost four times, but they've lost twice to Norris and twice to Hastings. So those are two of the top class B teams. So, uh, no shame in that. Um, I think they handed Syracuse their first loss recently and their fourth in wild card points in class B. So, mm-hmm. uh, Platteview is, uh, is having a nice season so yeah. far.
0: And then C1 Shadron. That's kind of your surprise so far?
1: Yeah, that's uh, way out there, obviously. <laughs> we all know where Shadron is at. Um, they've had some success in the past, Mike. Uh, their coach, Don Matt, had been at West Point uh, Grand, uh, Grand Guardian Angels, Angels yeah. C- Central Catholic. Uh, he's retired now, but um, I don't think they've been to state the last couple of years, but I mm-hmm. think they had about a five-year stretch there where they went under uh, – under Matt, so they've they've been a, a good team. You remember Jaden McCartney, mm-hmm, yeah. very good athlete yeah. from Shadron. I yep. think she's at Northern Colorado now, but um, I believe Shadron is eleven and two. They're second in wild card points in C one, so they have been playing tough teams. Yeah. So the only thing about Shadron is you know they're out there so far. Sometimes you're never really you know sure really the full, right. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. see the teams that they're going to play. Sometimes you're not sure exactly how good they are until maybe they get to the state tournament. And then when they show up at state and you see how good they are, yeah. it's like, okay, they definitely belong here. But yeah, Shadron, uh, definitely one of our, I'd say a mild surprise this sure. year.
0: Anyone else in C2 and D1, D2, things like that, that kind of stick out to you that have had good seasons so far, you know, to start.
1: Oh, let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to take a glance here and see if anything jumps off the page. Well, I'm, I'm going to go to C2, Mike, and there's mm. a couple of teams. Uh, nebraska city lords is one mm-hmm. they've had uh some good success in boys basketball yeah, recently really. so they they have good athletes down there uh got lords uh ranked fourth in c2 perennially they haven't really been a volleyball power and at number five in class c2 is Meade. Mm-hmm. i don't think they've lost yet and uh, the reason i mentioned them is they're taking a big jump up this year they were d2 last year and they're c2, c2. this year yeah. so that that's that's a substantial jump yeah. and to be uh where they are in c2 and and ranked i mean that's uh that's very good season for the raiders so far so i i'd say those are uh maybe two of our um maybe a little bit of surprise teams in c2
0: um and then look ahead quick to district, districts sub districts play when does that start
1: that will be right at the end of october okay so yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a ways away we got a lot of it's volleyball like yeah <laughs> we got a lot of volleyball yet to play but uh I, I was kind of glancing at some of those districts, and in Class B, they've got fewer teams now, and they had three teams listed in some of the districts. Wow. So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. I'm going so to have hmm. to going to have to do a little homework yeah. on that. But uh, the three teams they had listed in one of the Class B districts was uh, Scut, Gross, and Platteview So mm-hmm. and Gross is having a pretty nice yeah. season this year. They got. Uh, their former coach, Yvonne Carson, back. And uh, they've got a winning record. They've been ranked in Class B the last couple of weeks. So the Cougars are probably a team that we should have mentioned as, yeah. as one of those surprise teams in Class B. Sure.
0: Okay, want to switch gears to football because you've seen Millard West play three of their four games this year. I feel like
1: I'm the Wildcats <laughs> expert here. <laughs> and they've been
0: they won all three of them. Yeah, so and they're undefeated, right? They beat Millard South last week. Um, not a – Huge surprise coming into the year for, for Millard West. I think, you know, returning a quarterback, you knew they had good athletes. Right. But their line was a question mm-hmm. um, just coming into the year. Just lost a lot from last year. Right. But it looks like that's perfectly okay for them right now.
1: I'd say so, too. I, I think both uh, sides of their lines are, are very strong. And I, I, I kind of, uh, when I saw the Millard South game, um, what kind of jumped out to me was their defense really mm-hmm. stepping it up, especially late in the game when they really needed it. In the fourth quarter, they intercepted a couple of late passes. Um, they had a safety in there that really swung the momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millard South was behind by six, which, you know, that's always a yeah. kind of a shaky number to yeah. be ahead by. Yeah. But that safety uh, put them ahead by eight, and then they got the ball and, and marched down again. So um, it's kind of a – Almost a no-name defense, but I'm going to mention one player. He's number 95, Dane Christensen. Yeah. I don't know how much recruiting interest he's getting, but uh, in the three games that I've seen Millard West play, old number 95 seems <laughs> like he's in the backfield about every other Jumping play. Off the page a little he's, bit. He's the one that uh, led to the safety. He forced the fumble mm-hmm. from T.J. Urban, the Millard South quarterback, and uh, Urban had to go back after it in the end zone, and, and Christensen got him there. So... Um, but, uh, you know, the Wildcats defense has is, is really impressed me mm-hmm. so far. And, and the offense, as you mentioned, Tristan Gomez does a really nice job. As Sullivan we all know.
0: Running back. Yeah, he's a baseball Right.
1: Player. As we all know, Cal State Fullerton baseball recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about Tristan is that uh, he's a big guy, six four, yeah. And, um, you know, when they have short yardage and uh, – He's gonna pick it up for the most part, mm-hmm. even when they don't have short yardage. He's <laughs> he's big guy, but he can uh, he can yeah, get those moves. yards and uh, he'll get some yards after contact. And mm-hmm. and uh, Valencia, mm-hmm. one of the running backs, yeah. and Sullivan, the mm-hmm. other running back. Uh, it's kind of a nice one-two tandem. The first week I saw him play, Valencia was kind of the guy. Last couple games, Sullivan's been the guy. Yeah. So. Um, and then they throw the ball enough to right. Dallas Beanham and, yeah. and others to uh, keep the defense honest. So, you know, the Wildcats, what I've seen, I, I really like that team. But I, I have to be honest, I haven't seen See, Bellevue West yet. <laughs> oh, and I know yeah. they're looming out there. Yeah. And maybe that one-two battle will be coming sometime. Yeah. But uh, for right now, yeah, the Wildcats are looking really good.
0: That's, um that's just something you mentioned that you saw him three times like i haven't seen i'm the opposite i haven't seen millard west uh play at all this year and i've seen other teams so um this week you're going to prep west side right yes the Looking uh, forward to that.
1: the immortal rivalry between <laughs> prep and west side and i believe it's west side's homecoming which it is. is which is interesting because yes. many schools will schedule an opponent that in theory they Think they probably are going to have yeah, an easy time home- with, yeah. so boy, we're going to have a happy homecoming. Um, I don't know if they did it intentionally to have prep as their homecoming game, but uh, you know it's a big rivalry. They're both having good seasons so far. Prep, I saw them play morning, last yeah. week. I know you were out there yeah. when they pulled out that game against Millard North when they're behind thirty to ten in the fourth quarter and somehow won, and uh, they beat North. Yeah. Not quite as dramatically but another game where they easily could have lost it right. so uh and uh West Side coming off that yeah, beat down of his... beat down of Gretna
0: yeah and then they lost but the week before they lost to the Southeast so, right. so right. one loss and last year i mean you know, maybe West did do it on purpose. Who knows? I mean, they did win thirty-seven to two over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Year, so that's we'll true.
1: I, and you know, going into the game, I probably have to say West Side playing yeah. at home and and just looking at what they've done, even though they do have that loss. Right. Um, probably going to be favored. But uh, here's one thing: it seems like I cover their homecoming every year, and the, <laughs> the downside is that uh, halftime. <laughs> no, this oh, no, is the fireworks. Yes, five yes. seconds after the game ends. All the lights go out and then all the fireworks go That's up. Right. So you're walking around in the dark, kind right. of, kind of grabbing players. <laughs> you know, like I'm looking for certain numbers and, and uh, you know, maybe I should take a flashlight out there re- on Friday.
0: I remember last year I was at their homecoming game and I remember that I was I was walking in my car and there was the um, uh, fireworks going off. Now there's going to be a lot of people there, like at, at Prep West Side. There mm-hmm. always is. Right. I'm guessing, you know, probably more than 5000 i would guess right. and probably pushing 10 a key to parking at west side is park like you're going to the baseball game on the other side like okay. around on the west side ah. like on uh there's a little entrance like you're going to where the church i guess right now used right. to be park back there and then walk because it's a little little won't fill up as quick as kind of the neighborhood and wow. around there
1: I've covered several games at Westside. I don't know if I've, well, I've obviously yeah. parked back there for baseball, but I haven't right. parked back there for football. Unfortunately, now that you've told everybody, <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's going to be back there. But that's, uh, just,
0: that's a little trick for, you know, people. I, I always kind of park back there and just walk and it. You don't have to fight right. the, the game day traffic um, or you just get there super early and you don't have to worry about a spot. Right. So Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, and,
1: and afterwards, um, well, a lot of times we'll write our story from the press right. box. And, right. and West Side's one of those places that usually we can do that. So yeah. that's a good thing. Yes. All, the, all the traffic is clearing out. By the time you get out of there, right. 45 minutes to an hour later, it's all gone. But, uh, yeah, like you said, um, 87th and Pacific will be a busy right. place don't, come Friday night. Don't go night.
0: by there about, you know, 87th and Pacific. It's probably not a good idea to drive down Pacific at, like, you know, 6 mm-hmm. or 6.15. Yeah, that's Because you're going to get stuck in traffic. I, w- I would imagine i will be at the pinnacle bank game of the week which is bds at southern in wymore nebraska and i already got invited to a uh grill out cookout thing before oh, the game so that's i'm good. looking forward to that that's good um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah well that's our game of the week so. that's our game
0: of the week that's what won the vote so anyway mike thank you again um you can find us on uh, apple itunes um and basically anywhere you can find podcasts, you can subscribe there. Um, look forward to kind of doing this every other week with you covering volleyball and then Stu, um, in, in the middle of those two with some football things. So for now, thanks for listening.